Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, everybody. Uh, the sound on this week's podcast is not okay. We're sorry about that, uh, but it won't happen again. And the podcast with Megan Mullally is still fabulous and enjoyable. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, everybody. Hello, I am Joe Elton. I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour magazine, coming to you from Glamour's pod cupboard today with one of my all-time favorite comedic actresses. And now she's a singer as well. You know her from Will and & Grace and Parks and & Recreation. But now she is part of a beautiful harmonious melodic duo called nancy and beth and she's touring britain this week hello megan mullally well shit that was quite an intro well you you know i mean it's just like it's you know looking at your wikipedia page we could have been here for the next two hours (laughs) yeah well i'm we're so i'm so excited to be here and i just you know i've been wanting to bring this band to the uk for so long and now we're here. So. Your secret band. Yeah, the secret band. Sorry. I know that because you've been together, Nancy and Beth, you and your duet partner, Stephanie Hunt, since well, we met 2012? In, we met in, yeah, we met in 2011 and we started playing in 2012, but then we took a, a convenient three-year break. Right. <laughs> but we did make the record and shoot the cover art during that time. We just... Because of my work schedule, we weren't able to play live anywhere. You don't want to rush things, you know. No. You want to get them right. Exactly. Yeah. But it did allow the band to completely morph and change, and I love where it's at right now. So, but why has it taken – I mean, I know that you've always known you can sing, but why are you only telling us – now mm-hmm. you know I, why why haven't you busted out a few tunes on will and grace or i, I know nobody it, it's funny I, i've done three broadway musicals but nobody really knows that i sing and you just um, don't like to tell anyone people in new york know you know broadway fans and yeah. that kind of thing but yeah people know me from will and grace primarily and parks and rec um and they don't think of me as being a singer but actually i i used i sang and was very attracted to music before i ever thought about acting 
Yeah. So. And you're one of those triple threats because part of the whole Nancy and Beth thing is it's actually rather theatrical, isn't it? There's lots of choreography. Yes. I'm really excited to see it. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. It's um, it's a real crowd pleaser because uh, Stephanie Hunt and I, and she's 30 years younger than, than I, so that's kind of in, in, intriguing just from the switch. Uh, we sing in close harmony and our voices blend really well. And uh, I choreograph every single song from beginning to end, and we do all these covers of of songs from every genre and era and um it's turned out to be so celebratory and joyous and it's kind of like punk vaudeville basically <laughs> punk vaudeville with a bit of um you know traditional misogynist rap thrown in mm-hmm. oh yes. yeah <laughs> yeah not not exactly a feminist anthem we do this gucci main song called i don't love her and it's it's pretty wrong yeah but you can rap as well mm-hmm. well uh that that's a matter of opinion, but uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that track on the record because when we do this song live, everybody always loves it. But on the record, um, Stephanie and I threw in all these like improvised asides that are mixed into the track, and it's so it's very funny. But I love just the the comment of that, you know, sort of like doing a rap song that's talking about putting things in all sorts of orifices, and you know, but I don't <laughs> love her. Mm-hmm. Hearing that song done by women really really highlights the wrongness of it all in a yeah, way. yeah it was the song was not written by Gloria Steinem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um, there's something about just the just the by virtue of the fact that it's being sung by the two of us really makes you stop and think <laughs> so and you're going to be at the Royal Festival Hall on Thursday the 20th Thursday, yeah Somewhere, Mel, Publicist, Manchester, the Palace, the Theater, Palace Theater on, on Saturday, Saturday, the 22nd. What can people expect? Well, um, there's a, a showbiz exclamation point element that's been thrown. It's kind of like if Andy Kaufman had a show in Vegas. You know, there's something off about it, but it's also completely, uh, you know, it's, it's, like a, it's a spectacle. So we... We have a headset mics which set us free to do as much choreography and roaming of the stage as we wanted to do. And then um, it is a band, so we just we don't have anything planned to say in between songs. It just happens. And Stephanie is funny also, so there's it's quite entertaining. And then there are a few songs that um, you know you'll want to break out your handkerchiefs for, but yeah. um, it's mostly pretty funny and fun and not a it's not a comedy band at all but um every song is completely choreographed from top to bottom so um and i do all the choreography so the main thing is picking the right song songs that we freak out over and then i will get an idea somewhere in some corner of my mind about how to choreograph it and and then um we do that and a lot of the choreography is very witty um and then you just you know, you put all those together, we, we have costumes and <laughs> you put that all together. And yet the band is like these uh, really incredible funky players from Austin. So it's, it's quite a, quite a mix. And so you've, you've got all that sort of like that theater and irreverence loaded over it, but not forgetting, I mean, I've listened to the album a lot now, just called Nancy and Beth and the voices are incredible. So it's so it's like you say you're 30 years apart, but like you were meant to meet. The harmonies work so well. It's it's unbelievable. Um, I'm I'm the dummy that sings the melodies because Stephanie is a harmony savant. And there are times when, even when I hear recordings where I, I'm not exactly sure, uh, even though I know I'm singing the melody, uh, but but 
a lot of the time at live shows, people come to us afterwards and say, I couldn't tell who was singing what because our voices are just completely, you know, in tandem with yeah. each other. And now um, I've read a lot about, you know, a lot of people do talk about the age difference. Is that something that you find adds different elements to it or is it just actually remarkably not a thing it's remarkably not a thing for us but i think it's something that as an audience member or as a listener that it's intriguing and that's why we did the cover art that we did for the record because you know at the end of the day we're just two humans on the planet and um it's more about uh the dynamic between us is very um natural and you know we have just this great rapport with each other and we make each other laugh and we're, we we have i would say we have as much of a psychic connection as you could have with another person if you believe in that kind of thing yeah. uh, in terms of working together it's just so fluid yeah. so i think that it's very it's an interesting element you know you, you look at us and you think i wonder what that's all about <laughs> but you mentioned the album cover when you and Stephanie are sort of like you you basically look like lab specimens you, you are you are naked yeah. but it's in that sort of like that really anthropological study exactly. in, a, in a way yeah we want it to be so as neutral as possible yeah but you have got just as rocking a bod as what the girl 30 years younger so what's that all about what can I say Joe uh, <laughs> a lot of choreography in the show we're gonna we're gonna make a we've made a couple of music videos and we're gonna make a video called get uh getting in get in shape with Nancy and Beth because honestly it's it, Stephanie said at the end of this tour we're either gonna be dead or ripped and I don't I said, know maybe do both we'll yeah. just be dead but we'll look you know amazing and that's the most important thing yeah <laughs> i mean really at this stage cute in your coffin so where the hell you know you and i are here in the glamour pod cupboard and listeners it's actually easter sunday we are working on easter sunday yeah. where, where's, it, where's your partner in crime what what the hell is she doing she is in stockholm visiting her best friend and probably like frolicking in the grasses well that's just a terrible excuse i know bread and cheese have you managed to have a nice easter yeah it's been interesting and fun and i can't believe that you came here on easter sunday to do this wow. i mean so I'm, incredible i have had a pretty chilled eat. do you know what i did this morning though i i made myself a cup of tea and i think this speaks volumes about the weekend we've had it i absent-mindedly picked out of the fridge instead of the milk a bottle of wine and nearly poured <laughs> the wine into the tea <laughs> and stopped myself it just sort of like oh yeah no that's the wrong thing but i have i've never tried that uh it doesn't maybe it's great but yeah, it that's the same like it would be we yeah. don't know do we I, I might have reinvented the english just, tradition you may have just made yourself a billion dollars lady yeah it's gonna happen yeah. certainly not gonna happen in magazines so that's that's my <laughs> next stop so tell us i know you're probably sick to the back gills of talking about this but everybody is so excited about will and grace yeah well I'm what's going excited. on oh uh, okay so all i know is we start at the beginning of August, we start shooting, and we were, were going to do 10 episodes, and then NBC bumped it up to 12 oh, already. I love your NBC. And, right? Mm. And then we it starts airing in the States end of September, and everybody's really excited. It just came together very organically. I mean, the fact that every one of us immediately wanted First, we did that election video that came oh, out. In well, October. I want to talk to you about that. I just yeah. couldn't believe how funny it was, and I couldn't believe how it, it, it was just like Will and Grace had never gone away. It That's was brilliant. how it feels. Yeah, it's the, I, I would say that the, the 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 craziest thing about this entire experience has been that it doesn't 
feel crazy. It feels totally normal. Like we just went away for the weekend. And you all look exactly the same. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but thank you. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, I think those characters are so well written that that the dynamic, you know, you can put those characters in so many different permutations and there's so much, you know, rich soil there. So uh, they're, you know, the writers have been writing for about a month uh, and I'm just, I don't even know what, I have no idea what they're doing. I'm so excited. Well, I'm very excited that Karen Walker is really, really good friends with Donald and Melania. As yeah. we learned from the Donnie, election. Donnie, 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 sorry. She so. helped him pick out Melania. <laughs> well well played well chosen there karen but i really hope that that means we're going to get lots of cathartic donald trump bashing well we'll see i mean you know i know that the first the first goal of the writers is to make the show funny because that was always the the order of the day and this show but this but then at the same time the show is always very topical and you know the elephant in the room has burst out of the room out of the building and straddling the earth right now so there's no way to avoid it is it okay megan to wear what the hell you want whenever you want absolutely really would you really do that yeah i mean i would i do I, i i don't really care i'm not i mean I enjoy fashion in the sense that it's a form of creative expression. I'm not necessarily great at it or anything like that. Oh, come on. You're rocking the hell out of those Dries trousers today. Thank you. Well, that's very sweet of you. Um, But I don't, you know, uh, I feel like the the whole like red carpet thing has gone a little out of control. Um, I feel like if, if, you know, actors, actresses should be able to kind of wear what they want to wear for award shows and talk shows and those kinds of things and not be so overly styled and, you know, fashioned out because then everybody sort of ends up looking like each other. Like I loved when Bjork wore the swan dress to the Golden Globes. I know exactly what you mean, but then who wants to be the actress who gets pilloried for that? You know, that's the thing. I know, I know. And it's vicious. It really is vicious. So I think everybody should, should lay off and let people one uh, years ago Janine Garofalo I remember wore cutoffs and a t-shirt to some award show and I thought that was just the greatest what's what's um your experience of all of that when you have you ever had sort of like really low moments on the red carpet where you've been attacked or but you always look great I only had one time and it was a it was a it was a good dress it was like a I don't know, Valentino. It was it was a it was a good one, but people didn't like it, and I had just cut my hair off really short, and um, you know, I don't know. I I don't I don't always use a stylist. I sometimes do it myself, and but that that was the one time that people uh, weren't having me. See, I always feel really bad when I watch things like the Oscars, and I know there's that whole ask her more hashtag movement now mm-hmm. when but i kind of the way the main reason i watch the oscars is to look at the outfits mm-hmm. and I'm, you're not really supposed to admit that but that is i know I well you know so i want to know what you're wearing you know yeah yeah i mean that's your business and i i mean that's literally your your business your line of work and um i enjoy it too and there are you know women who i think look you know more fashionable and sort of cuter than other women. But um, at the same time, I feel like you should be able to take chances and not have to worry about playing it safe or 
playing it by the book or having to hire like a certain stylist that costs a jillion dollars. Yeah. You know, it's very expensive. What about sort of, I suppose I'm thinking about this broadly as well, where um, we did a piece in the magazine recently where Marissa Bate, uh, a writer, talked about how when she was in her 20s, she really thought that it shouldn't matter what she looked like. It should not matter. She should be able to turn up to a job interview or a bank manager meeting, whatever, in cutoffs and a T-shirt if she wants, and that should be fine. And then she, it was a revelation to her that actually she was hurting her own prospects in that way. Mm-hmm. But you, you've probably never worked in an office, have you? No. So have you got any perspective on that? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, okay, but, thanks. but I mean, <laughs> thanks for playing. Yeah. Um, no, you know, not in that sense, but, you know, even just getting dressed for day-to-day life, you know, I, I feel like, I feel, I feel like once I hit 50, it was very freeing because I was like, I don't care. Like, I really don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I'm just going to wear what I want to wear and feel the way I want to feel. And that has been very freeing because mm. nobody was expecting me to be like the cute young one anymore. I don't have that. That burden has been lifted. So I think it's nice to experiment. My mom was very Nancy Reagan in her style. And um, I never liked that. I always like, you know, I was going to vintage stores when I was in like ninth grade, the one vintage store in Oklahoma city. And I've always, I don't know. I've always like wanted, you know, felt like I would gravitate toward a little bit um, less uh, buttoned up feel yeah. and and so that's kind of what i like yeah but you clearly love fashion as well you're wearing some are they what animals are they on your trousers uh what, let's go with cougar maybe or leopard yeah amazing sort of like animal print amazing. trouser and a real sort of like a, a westerny fringed yeah, black it's shirt Watanabe. it's what it's Watanabe. it's Yunya. i don't even know how to say it that's how i'm a Yunya. failure as a magazine editor <laughs> Yunya, Junior, Watanabe, i don't know <laughs> Yeah, don't tell anyone. You did it. Yeah, see, that's why I'm not the editor of Vogue. Yeah, <laughs> just glamour. Yeah. No, but you, you look amazing, and you clearly know your labels and love your labels. So do you I enjoy do, and interest? I mix it with vintage. I mean, I yeah. do I do love, like, especially when I when we have any layover time in any, any, you know, nice little American towns, I try to hit the vintage stores. Uh, especially for t-shirts and but anything really I and mean, you never know what you're going to find but there's really high-end vintage shop in uh in los angeles called catwalk that i mm. love it's very expensive i mean you might as well go to you know valentino or something but it's it's they've got great stuff there are you one of those people that um gets the store shot for you well no, but recently I Rude. went to Catwalk and I well, recently I went to Catwalk and it's these two uh, women who run it and and they're you know a couple and um, we stayed there until I didn't get there till seven and we stayed there till I think min- almost midnight. Well, so you literally went through every piece of vintage. I don't well, know. they keep bringing stuff out. They've got this big back room, and they keep coming out with all more and more. It's just, you know, it turns into a marathon. See, I don't have the patience for vintage. That's I'm terrible at it. You, I need to go with somebody who, and and I can't see the possibility of clothes. I was, I think, a lot of vintage clothes as well. I think you've got to be really, really young to get away with the irony of them. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I'm more into like, I don't know, 80s, 90s, you know, I'm not going with anything, not, you know, rocking a 
20s flapper dress or anything like that not yet <laughs> not yet maybe there's always time yeah you, you can get know. incorporated <laughs> that into the stage show exactly ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is it okay to work on your mind more than your body? I think you should. I mean, why? I mean, I'd rather be... I mean, reading is my favorite thing to do, and it's the most, you know, boring, uh, passive activity. But um, what are you reading at the moment? Uh, I am reading a book by Deborah Levy called Hot Milk. That's interesting. I just read Zero K by Don DeLillo, which I enjoyed. Mm. And then um, Lincoln and the Bardo is a masterpiece. That's George Saunders' novel. Um, but yeah, I, I read a lot. I read approximately five, mostly novels a month sometimes wow. nonfiction, but um yeah i i like that and you know there's this whole culture of the the gym body and all of that and i think that's nice I, I take pilates i love it um and i think it's really important obviously to keep in shape but it's not really my life and um i don't know i feel like sometimes the people that i know who spend more time in the gym than they do uh watching interesting films or reading books or any number of things or looking at art um, are maybe not as interesting to talk to. It's probably more of a problem in LA running across people who are obsessed with looking after their bodies than it is in London. It's a, I would it's wager. A cultural <laughs> thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like, you know, we like the yellow in eggs and <laughs> we like booze. Yeah. And I just don't know if that's the same in LA. No, it's not. It's different. But I have to say, and this is like, it's awful because you have to be very careful when you're, a magazine editor when you talk about this sort of stuff but I do feel like in particularly in Britain there's a real cultural thing where it's almost a shameful thing to be seen to want to look after your body to be seen to want to look after the way you look and how you feel so I think that that's where I think in England you go everyone say of course your mind's more important but I and I'm not saying it's not but 
no, I just feel like while I can, I'm so grateful if I can go for a run or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. And you know, this is a walking city too, but uh, you know, my, my husband and I love London so much. We, we keep trying to devise a way to live here half the year. Um, but I just think it's such a colorful city and such a fashionable city. I, I love the way people dress here. I think it, I don't, people always talk about New York being a fashion city. And I always think it's too cold. You it's, people just wearing big black coats most of the year. Yeah. I never, yeah. ever, ever think of New York as a fashion city. Like I never see people there and think, Oh, amazing. And I'll just be walking down a random road in London, and I think everybody looks fantastic. Yeah, I think it's a bit more experimental here. I noticed that when I go to LA, um, I get the com- comment all the time. And James, who I sometimes do the podcast with here, we travel to LA for meetings, and people always tell us we look cute because we're wearing color or we've actually <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like people are like, Look at you all sunny in your yellow trousers. It's like, <laughs> Sorry, people get really a bit freaked out about yeah. it. So I think yeah. we're we're quite experimental in that way. I love it. I love the color here. Now your husband is Nick Offerman, and he's here with you in London at the moment. And he's part of the troupe. Is he part of your? He's our roadie. What and what does that entail? <laughs> well, he's lovely and big and burly, so that yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah. He always refers to himself as the, the donkey. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, he actually makes uh, he, he in London. He'll be making a secret surprise appearance when you least expect it. Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, because uh, you do enjoy working together, don't you? I think my husband and I would kill each other if we ever worked together. <laughs> I know people say that all the time. Like I can never work with my wife or my husband that much, but we work together all the time. It's kind of crazy. We just really enjoy it. I think because we, we met doing a play together. Yeah, so we've always been working together it's my daughter who's 11 um has just come off a parks and recreation binge it's like my husband and i were like oh yeah parks and rec you'll love it you'll love it it was only when we get to the the ron and tammy swanson (laughs) sex fest that we're like oh i forgot about this bit now my 11 year old's watching it (laughs) so yeah but you know authentic (laughs) so we're gonna go with mind everybody but with a special caveat for, for bodies, I think, because you couldn't do your dance routine Can't without forget. it. No, yeah, you have to have both. You have to have both. But it's nice to do it in a, in, a, in a creative, enjoyable way rather than just going to the gym and being on a Stairmaster or something. It's nice to dance or, you know, I don't know, jog through a beautiful park, hike somewhere lovely. Mm, see, I work out like a boy. I was just, you know, I don't know. Well, I'll probably get in trouble for saying like a boy, but I need someone to, I go to the gym because I need someone to yell at me to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I like Pilates. Do you take, ever take Pilates? I do, but I find it really, I just find it a bit boring. Mm. I don't know. I, I guess I'm, I'm really good friends with my Pilates teacher. Like I sang at her wedding, you know, so yeah. maybe that makes it less boring. I don't I just find, and I think with Pilates I always find it I never really am 100% sure that I'm actually doing it correctly <laughs> I know it's you know too I mean? easy yeah yeah you feel like well I'm just laying here but then you you know two weeks later you look amazing but I would never feel after all my years of going to the gym I still wouldn't feel comfortable to be naked on an album cover so if Pilates has <laughs> given you that then I am well if you get the right lighting that also oh helps. sure shit <laughs> she looks amazing 
If you're enjoying Glamour Hey It's Okay, why don't you get involved? We would love to hear from you and your suggestions for our topics to debate. I don't know, maybe you and your friends have been chatting about something. Maybe you've seen something in Glamour Magazine that's sparked some conversation. Do get in touch at editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk with your suggestions and you never know, we may well be debating them very soon. I already know the answer to this one, Megan Mullally. I think this is going to be a very short, agreeable topic. Is it okay? to do exactly what you want on the weekend and and absolutely nothing and not feel guilty about it. Oh my gosh, I'm a master of doing nothing. Well, yeah. you, you sounds like you read. See, I, I yeah, that's that's not doing nothing. Well, that's, that's true. But, you that's know, feeding your mind. Yeah, sometimes uh, Nick and I to relax will um do jigsaw puzzles <gasps> and what and like we, the thousand piece ones. Or 2,000 even. Oh, man. What nerds. Crazy. I love it. I know. And we listen to audiobook while we're doing it. It's like two oh. different parts of your brain, and it, it they they help to kind of balance it all out. And it does uh, sound quite heavenly, actually. It's really nice, and you get sort yeah. of so absorbed in it, and time just flies by. And then we do these – we just do the dumbest, you know, most ridiculous puzzles we can find, and then we, we kind of um, – get it like we like i'm the costume designer we kind of dress up and we kind of reenact the puzzle and then we post them <laughs> on our social media <laughs> is it crazy yeah so that's really fun but i'm also a night person so i could stay up till four or five in the morning um on a regular basis like a real musician schedule and be completely fine with that and so i don't like people who are judgy about you know sleeping late yeah. Because obviously, if I stay up till five in the morning, I'm not getting up at eight. Oh, no. I'm not Donald Trump. Oh, oh well. I mean, he doesn't need to sleep, though, does he? Well, he's, a he's like a lizard person. Vampire, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I want to get back to this puzzle reenactment. What's the craziest one you've ever done? Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, some of the puzzles themselves are crazy, but then some of the reenactments are maybe crazier than the actual puzzle. Like, I did a series <laughs> recently where we had three puzzles that were really girly, like, angels and rainbows and unicorns and fairies and so i did the three puzzles and and nick gets progressively gayer and gayer and gayer until by the end it's very important in a husband i find yeah and i was a, able, at least a bit gay yeah and i yeah. was able to pull things because i have some things in my closet you know that would lend themselves so i was able I to, don't to dress <laughs> him and then um you know, by the, I'm discouraged of the first one and then I'm alarmed in the second one. And by the third one, I just have my head down on the table. I've just given up. Is it, but is it just, do you, are you enjoying how much he gets into it or is there a point where it actually disturbed? No, I have to pose him. I have to pose and I say, put your, put your butt out, put your hand on your hip and then hold the martini glass up and give a big smile. And I have to like really pose him. You see, and they say that, um, a little grumpy about it, but they say that actors, you know, two actors together shouldn't work but it well, does it does yeah <laughs> it, as long as he listens to me and just it does, does it. exactly what i say yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think you've nailed it no the thing i hate about i i do feel guilt i mean because sometimes i don't do nothing at the weekend i've got a child and a dog so that means i've got to get out yeah. but i really i really hate that small talk question on a monday how was your weekend mm-hmm. maybe and you know i know that you don't a really care how my weekend was but it also brings out a violent wave of shame when I haven't mm-hmm, yeah. gone to an art gallery or yes. done a run or made a cake or, you know, yeah, I some important party with yeah. fancy people. Yeah. I mean, binge watching a, a show on Netflix is a very uh, valuable 
way to spend a weekend. It doesn't feel like something I should tell people I've done for eight hours straight. Yeah, but... I know. You know, no, you should make it sound I'm like I'm going to steal your puzzle thing. I'm just yeah. going to pretend I've done that. <laughs> Dress up it. the dog. Make the dog pose for the puzzle. We do have the dog in the puzzle oh, sometimes. Man. We have, we've, we've made the dog into a unicorn for one puzzle. Oh, what kind of a dog? A little uh, poodle, Bichon mix. She's amazing. I've got a little Jack Russell Shih Tzu that looks like an Ewok. Oh, cute. But she doesn't like hats, so I think this no. plan is going to really well, fall I down. Well, I just held a yellow um, highlighter on her head for the horn. <laughs> Don't tell the RSPCA anyone. It's fine. The dog was into it. I just it. held it, right? I just held it. Yeah, that's amazing. So what are you doing this weekend? You're performing. Mm -hmm. and yeah, then... yeah. So we're performing on Thursday, Royal Festival Hall, and then Saturday, Palace Theatre. And I haven't been to Manchester yet. So I'm oh, excited. you're going to love it. I know. Good vintage shops. Uh-oh. In fact, I can tell you a couple. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. All right. I'm going to write this on my phone because um, mm -hmm. I will definitely be going. And um, and then we're going to stay here for like another week because we have friends here and uh yeah take a little day trip or two maybe and excellent yeah i'm very excited and um the the i just wanted to say like if if anybody is interested in seeing the show you can go to nancyandbeth.com and there are ticket links to take you straight to both shows and also you can watch our music videos and see other pictures and get all the scoop on the band and you really are in for a treat guys it, it, the the i just can't get over the blend of the harmonies just the way your voices sound together it's so enjoyable no matter what the genre is thanks Joe. so i'm really really looking forward to actually seeing the show that i've read so much about as well oh, thanks yeah i think it's so it's i think it's such a fun show i'm really happy happy with it I'm excited about it i love doing it and so and after that we um will and grace will be seeing in september yeah Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. Cannot me too. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Or me neither. Yeah, I'm so excited to get started. I'm looking forward to that as my vacation. In fact, some of your show, I wondered if there was a little bit of inspiration from Just Jack. Mm -hmm. Sort of like the showbiz hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, there's some, yes, there's some showbiz exclamation point. Oh, yeah. cannot wait. Megan Mellamy, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, Giles. This is great. See you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.